right, I'm standing here with Chris Stropes <clears> with <throat> Maximum Recycling. We're in Rogers, Minnesota. Rogers, Minnesota, yeah, 21025 yeah. South Diamond Lake Road. Got it. And um, so, uh, Chris, to be honest with you, I didn't know what to expect. I've never been to a recycling facility before, but you guys, I'm impressed. You got a lot going on here. We do. <laughs> we, have, we have a lot going on. A lot of customers, a lot of stuff coming in, a lot of stuff going out. Yes. And before we get into the uh, business part of it, I feel like people always like a little backstory. Okay. You know, um, I don't know if you're expecting this question or not, but uh, can you tell me a little bit about little Chris? Where he came from. Oh boy. <laughs> now you're texting my memory because this goes back like 60 some odd years. Oh, okay, so perfect. We'll do, what we, we'll do what we can. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe talk about uh, a little bit like your hometown, where you came from, what your childhood was like a little bit, and what took you from little Chris to big Chris. Okay. Uh, the CEO of Maximum Recycling. I can do that. All right. Okay. When I well, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Yay, Cardinals. Um, nice. <laughs> when I was when I was in high school, after high school, I'm sure I go back. When I was after high school and college, I worked in retail. Okay. Can retail? That was a lot of service. This is the beginning of what brought me up here. Yeah. It's a service area. Okay. From college, I maintained. The service area, I was in retail, I went all the way through college with that. It allowed me to get three degrees. I got philosophy, psychology, and a master's in urban strategic analysis. Interesting choices. Very interesting choices. <laughs> yeah, psychology I wanted to go into. The philosophy kind of felt through there. The urban strategic analysis, it was in the, it was in the 70s. So it was, everybody was into urban stuff. Okay. So all I right. got from there. <clears throat> Excuse me. After, after I was there for a while, I decided I'm going to... My entrepreneurial spirit kicked in. At college? After college. Right after college. After college. Okay. And so I opened up a Bass Pro Shop franchise. Really? In St. Louis. Which you, is, did, you just went for it. I just went for it. I just went, bam. No Kool-Aid stand for you. No Kool-Aid stand. Went from service <laughs> to owning a Bass Pro Shop. Okay? okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a big jump. With uh, a major in philosophy. A major in strategic analysis. Okay, okay. Got, it, got it. Psychology and philosophy. Psychology and philosophy helped because of the service and the sales. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It really did. Yeah, I liked yeah, it a lot. I bet, so I bet it did. we went. I, I was in this. I opened that up. So okay. Oh, yes. why, why why Bass Pro Shop? Were oh, you I'm an avid. Oh, avid fisherman. I was a semi-pro fisherman. Really. In, in Missouri, we have we have Table Rock, Lake of the Ozark. We have like a ton of of lakes you can fish in. And huh. bass fishing is my, I just loved it. Still? How about still? Do you still No, fish I haven't fished in like 15 years. <laughs> okay. So I gave that up. That's, that's done. So um, and where's this Bass Pro, Pro Shop that you opened up? It was in St. Louis. St. Louis, okay. All right. From St. Louis, I stayed there for a while. My wife at the time <clears throat> got a promotion from St. Louis up to Minnesota. This was in 1984. Okay. So I moved. We closed the shop down. Wow. I was really hurt when it did. I closed the shop down, came up to Minnesota, okay. and with her father, my father-in-law, got me into recycling. When he got here to Minnesota? When I got Minnesota. Did he have his own recycling? He business? had his own company, which okay. did a lot of junk batteries, and we also dealt with printing companies. Yeah, you spoke a little bit about that. You yes. guys went from uh, junkyard to junkyard? We went from junkyard to junkyard. I knew everybody around the area in uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, North South Dakota, and even Northern Iowa. 
Uh, you familiar? I know it's a long shot. My very first job was at a junkyard. Okay, which one? French Lake Auto Parts. I know Frenchie. Yeah. Oh, we used to deal with Frenchie all the time. He's still <laughs> out there doing it. Yeah. Oh, he yeah he's a, yeah, yeah he's one of the old the Nolan boys. He's one of the yeah. old timers. Yeah. He's like me. I'm an old timer in the scrap business. Uh, you find this interesting too. So my first job was they had a mountain of engines. Okay. Okay. My job. I was 15. Drive to work illegally. My parents of were course. okay with of that. Of course. Right. Back roads. And my job was to wrestle an engine off the pile. Take off the transmission, the starter, the alternator. They all had different piles. Anything worth money. And guess what they're going to do with it? Probably recycle them, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. Frenchie does. French, now, Frenchie's French Lake Auto, that's a junkyard. Yeah. And the reason we call it a junkyard is because they take junk cars. That's yep. how it started. It's junk cars, junkyard. Yep. And so when they would take a junk car, they would do exactly that. Take the motor out. Yeah. They'll take the take the transmission off of it, take the alternator, take the starter, yeah. take everything worthwhile off of it, and then they'll recycle it. Yeah. So that's what we used to go with the batteries. We go there to pick up the batteries. They put it on skids. We pick it up, pay them I some money. Might have seen you out there. You probably did. You know, <laughs> why didn't you say something to me? Right. Come on. That's kind of rude. Yeah, man, uh, I tell you, I got paid five bucks an engine. Oh, that was good. And I was head to toe grease by the end of the day. Yeah, but you got a good body though from that. Look at all that coming. Right? I still do. Look at that, see. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we did. So I did that from 1984 uh, to 1995 when we closed up the business. My father-in-law passed away, okay. and we just decided I'm going to go a different a different avenue. Okay. So I went to work for KWA Metals, which was a metal something similar to this recycling center, something like mine, yeah. we have here. Yeah. I was at, <clears throat> excuse me, I was a sales rep for them. I would go out to new accounts and get material for them. Hmm. Do you have somebody like that for you? Me. That's you. <laughs> That's <All> me. Right. <laughs> I do that. I have 12, this is one of that 12 hats that I have. Okay. I got 12 other hats, 11 other hats. So I went to KW, I did that from 95 to 98. They sold out to Alliance Steel. Alliance Steel, I did that for a little bit, but as I explained to you before, my entrepreneurial spirit didn't allow me to do everything that the owner of Alliance Steel wanted to do at the time. Sure. But he, being a very intelligent man, let me do what I wanted to do, which was develop a non-ferrous area. They had a small one, and I wanted to make it bigger and bigger and bigger, and we did. We increased the size by probably 75%. So you're getting a little scientific on me. Mm -hmm. Non-ferrous, okay. non-magnetic? Non-magnetic, okay. exactly. So if your magnet doesn't stick... It's either stainless steel or, or copper aluminum. It okay. goes different. So that was my job. I did that. Okay. He didn't like it until the second, second year when he saw the profits go up. He said, this is pretty good. Okay. So he allowed me to keep going okay. and doing that. So I did that until, my, until 2006 when his son came over and worked and took over, bought the business from him. And he and I didn't see eye to eye. He didn't kind of like my spirit. Oh. So I moved the on. I moved on. Okay. I got my I got my black belt in Six Sigma, which is which is yeah. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> it's very dangerous. It, no, it's not. It's not that. What you think? It's a, it's it, it it's a hypothetical um, analysis company where you can analyze different ways to do to process things and. Okay. And it's, it's very strategic. Okay. So I went from there to a dental supply company, and the dental supply company, I was a COO. I was a chief operating oper oper dental officer. Dental supply, that's kind of a change. It's a very much of a change, yeah. okay? But they liked 
the idea of me going in and just taking over because they had no idea. They were marketing ethereal people way up here. Okay. They wanted they wanted a grunt. Okay. And so I was a grunt. So I came in there, I changed their whole operation around, made it extremely efficient. Nice. And they went bankrupt. <laughs> So, you had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do. My, my, everything I said I was going to do, I did. Uh, they, they, just, they just went, they, they and the bank didn't, didn't see eye to eye, so they just was, closed it Was up. that a surprise to you? You were there at the time? It or? was not a surprise to me because I could see what was coming on. Oh, you've seen that. The yeah, the, cards yeah, the owners of the company, the account, they're still good friends of mine. I talk to them all the time. They're really good. My wife cuts cuts one of the owners' hair. You should hire them. So. They're probably looking for a job. Um, no, actually, oh. they're they're pretty good. Oh, okay. Mark Mark has his own company. It's a marketing company. He has his own company, okay. which is good. Huh, good. So from there, we had I had it lapse of about a year. This was this was in see this is eight, this is 2006 2006 when the job market was horrible. Hmm. In 2006, I was in my 50s, late 50s, and nobody was hiring somebody my age. Sure. Even with all my credentials, it didn't make any difference because they could hire somebody a lot cheaper, younger. Yeah. So this one guy came to me, a friend of a friend came to me and said, hey, you want to start a recycling business? I said, sure, I'll give it a shot. So we started it in 2007. Mm. Okay. Excuse me, from 2007 we, we collected primarily electronic scrap because okay. the margin of electronics is much bigger than in metals. Okay. Okay, so we, yeah. we, we did electronic scrap. We did that for three years, but the process of what he wanted to accomplish, which was basically sit behind his desk and look at the stock market and have me do everything else, didn't work. That, that is the, the kiss of death with partnerships, I think. Oh, it is. It's definitely. I see it all the time. Two, you know, two people think it's a great idea to start a business, yep. and one guy's out there busting his hump, yep. and the other guy's out golfing. That's exactly. And they think they should share the profits 50-50. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's what he did. And he kept saying, the thing that, that hurt me is that the month before I gave my, my resignation to him, we had moved into a 10,000 square foot area, which was perfect for us. And we, had the, we had the business coming in, we had electronics coming in, we had metals coming in, we had dealers and everything coming in. He was outside in the warehouse and said, this is my warehouse, this is really good. And when he said that, he said it next to a friend of mine, and that was a kiss of death for me. I said, I said I'm done. This is his. This you is, have nothing to do with it. I had that. nothing to do with it. I didn't build it. I did absolutely nothing. He did it all. Terrible. It's horrible. So, yeah. so I don't talk to him, obviously. Yeah, so I wouldn't at, either. You know, at that point in time, <laughs> at that point in time, you don't know him, but that's okay. But don't talk to him if he calls you. I won't. Okay. At that point in time, we were dealing with another company that did electronics, and they were looking to expand into their metal portion. Okay. So it was a normal feed or flow for me to go into that with them. Okay. So I went from owning my own company to working with this other company. Right. But they kind of gave me carte blanche on what to do. Yeah. So I grew that from 2010 to 2014 for okay. four years. Okay. After the fourth year, they came to me and they said, we're closing your division because it's not profitable enough for us. Oh, jeez. Okay? Yep. But here's the caveat. Ready? A month before they did that, I was looking for a spot to open up my own business. Oh. 
kind of felt something coming. I felt something coming. Okay. Yeah. Universe is looking down on us really yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. Trust so your intuition. Right? Yeah. So I opened up my own business. I went down here, opened my own business, and it's grown for six six plus years. We started our eighth year, June first. All right, so this eight years of business here, but you've been in the industry of recycling for a long time. Since 1984. Wow. So it's 16, so that's 37 years. Good for you. I can't see anything else to do. I've tried something else. It didn't work. The service area for me is really important. I've been doing service from, like I said, from the very beginning when I was in college and retail. Yeah. I did it, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I did it um, every place where I've been. This is strictly just service. We service, we fulfill people's needs in here. The need is to recycle material. Yeah. We recycle 98% of the stuff that comes in. 98%. Yeah, the stuff we can't recycle, obviously, is the dirt, okay? Yeah. But we can't recycle, plastic is a non-existing non thing. We can't recycle that, hmm. okay? We recycle everything else. Okay, okay. So those nice. are the 2%. Now, so a couple, it, of, a couple of things I found interesting about your story is that, um, it had to take a lot of courage for yourself to be, I don't know, I think you said you were 55 when you started let's this see, business? Let's, be, let me go, let's go backwards, okay. I was, let's see, when I started this business, yeah. I was 62. Wow, right? 62 years How old. How many 62-year-olds out there do you know, excuse my French, have the balls uh -huh. to put it on the line? I'm like, I'm going for it. Well, here's, this is, here's, a really, here's a really important thing, okay. I've done this for my whole entire life, mm -hmm. okay? I've, I've had, this, this will be my third business that I've owned and operated and run. And it's actually, everyone has been successful. My wife, uh, she, we've been married 25 years. My Congratulations. wife, yeah, thank you. My wife has, has a hairstylist. She's been in the business for 44 years. Wow. She has a clientele out three months for people coming. Her service yeah, her service is phenomenal and she's nice. she's really good at it. But she also, when we talk a lot and the communication is great, we talk a lot about what we've done and what everything else. And when it came to the other company saying we're letting you go mm -hmm. and prior to that saying let's open up a business, mm -hmm. she says, why not? She says, you got the experience, you've got this, we got the collateral, let's go for it. Because mm -hmm. she and I, neither one of us think of ourselves in ages. We think of ourselves and what we possibly can do. Right. So I Good so mindset. age is age is nothing to to both of us. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds to me, um, you have a lot of pride. Both you and your wife have that in common. Uh, have a lot of pride in in, in quality. Yes. And, and doing a good job. Yes. Which I find. Um, Harder to harder to come by nowadays. Oh, it, it seems absolutely. like uh, you know there's too many people, and it doesn't matter the profession it can be a doctor, a lawyer, mm -hmm. anybody. They're just half-assing it, collecting a paycheck. You know, if you that's a good point because if you look at, I look at when I go to like go to the doctor. If I go to the newer doc, the newer doctors which just got a med school and they've been out for five years, or if I go to an older doctor that's been out there for longer, mm -hmm. like our our age, my age, you're still too young. I, my I'm age. Older than you think I am. Okay, fine. <laughs> but if we look at those people, I would rather go to an older doctor than a younger one because, like you said, the younger ones, they want you to get in and out. It's yeah. like it's like a really quick in and out, and that's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And what we it, we do, we take that, I take that aspect, and so does my wife. Is we talk to the people, we service the people, we give them what they want, right. 
and time is not a factor. Yeah. I mean, you do what you have to do. Yeah. You know, we start with the people that come in here. It's 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes on an on an average. Okay. If they got a lot more stuff, it may take a little bit longer. But sure. we usually have three people, or two people working on the scale and paying the people, and another person working out in the truck trying yeah. to get the stuff done. Yeah. So the younger people, I totally agree. Plus the fact, here, I'll, I'll throw another thing into you. Mm -hmm. Younger people, 30 and under, don't want to work. Mm. True. I've had, I've had, <laughs> I've had, I've had advertisements in the paper for people. I've gone to Rogers High School to have people doing their work study to come here and help tear stuff apart. I mean, we have stuff to tear apart yeah. here. That'd be fun for kids. It would be dynamite. It'd right? be fun for you to come up here yeah. and just and just take your aggression out. It's yeah. therapy. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Now, I'm a psychologist, so I can't tell yeah. you. Yeah. Um, to do that, nobody wants to do it. Huh. Nobody wants to get there. They'd rather sit there on their phones and do this. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. I, no, I, no. I deviated no. yeah. a little bit. No, I like it. Um, all right. So that's uh that's a that's a good backstory and now we're coming up to present time okay maximum recycling okay and uh what uh can you talk a little bit more about the business who you cater to which who your customers are um and uh yeah kind of what what what's your bread and butter the bread and butter for this for this business basically is still the individual people coming in oh Okay, yeah. We have we have more individual families coming in than we and then we first started. <clears throat> Excuse me. I wanted to cater to primarily to um, uh, to uh, uh, larger larger people, larger um, corporations. Truck corporations, whatever. I wanted to do that. Yeah. Contractor stuff. It didn't work that way. When mm -hmm. we opened up the doors, we had the plumbers, we had the electricians, we had the HVAC people, we had the, the demo people. But we had almost five to one, uh, Joe coming in, Grandma coming in, okay. bringing, bringing cans and bringing that in. Yeah. Those are the people we really wanted to cater to because those people talk to their families, they talk to their friends, yeah. and it's free advertisement. Right. So that's why the people I wanted to get into that. Sure. I'm not disagreeing. I do like the plumbers. I like the, the other people coming in. Yeah. I really like them because they do the same thing. Sure. If you get a plumber coming in. He'll talk to his other plumbers about, I brought this stuff over to Maximum and got a lot of money for this. Yeah. They handled, they treated me really nice. You don't have to go downtown anymore and waste an hour and a half of your time. You can just come up right here and they're pretty close. Okay. okay. So yeah. my, it, my business was built on the fact that if I wanted to go to large corporations and do that, it didn't work that way. That's my business plan. So we switched it to catering to the people that came in and, make, and made it right that way. Okay. And it worked out, it's working out just great. So, let's say I live in Maple Grove. Okay. And I just cleaned up my garage. Okay. And I got some uh, old gutters. Okay. That I want to get rid of. Okay. Aluminum, right? Right. Like some steel also, but most of them are aluminum. Okay. I throw them in the back of my truck. Do I just pull around back here? And can you kind of take me through that sure, process? Sure, what you do is you pull, first of all, if, if, if it's your first time here, you're going to call me. Okay. You're going to say, do you take gutters? What is the price on it? Okay, here's, this is the price on it. Does that change every day, by the it, way, it, or every week, or it, month, we get or? A, We get a new price list about every four or five days, and I check the market on it. Okay. Um, copper is, is changing quicker than aluminum, hmm. and the reason I've heard it's changing is because the whole automobile industry is changing over to electric cars, and when you switch over to electric cars, you got a lot more copper involved in the battery system. 
So because of the battery system, copper is going to increase a little bit. Interesting. So that's just a side thing. Elon Musk's fault. Yes, it's, it's Musk's fault. You know, the Tesla, you know. <laughs> blame it on him if you yes. have to. The copper's going up because of Elon. I sent him a note about this. I'm injuries. sure. He I'm did. sure. Yeah. Anyway, so you, you give me a call. I tell you where we're at. He asked me the address, 21025 South Diamond Lake Road. I'll say that again. <laughs> you say, where do I go? We just pull around to the back. And when you pull around to the back, we'll tell you where, where to park your truck. Okay, one of our guys will go out and either get a bin, if you got a lot of them, or a pallet, and you load them up. Oh, that's nice. The reason we, the reason we asked you to load them up is just because of the pandemic. Okay. Okay, we don't know what's going on there, so we asked you to, to load them up. Okay. We'll take them, take them inside, put them on the scale, and we'll unload them and weigh them up. Mm -hmm. If we do all that, we'll put them where to be processed. Mm -hmm. And then Nikki puts it into the computer, and she comes back here and gives you some money. And you walk out of here with some money. Right. That's nice and easy. Yeah, win-win. It's a win-win. There's no, there's no negative portion I get rid it. of my junk. I make a little money. Exactly. You make a little money. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's why recycling, recycling is supposed to work that way. It's supposed to be a win-win for everybody. It's not yeah. just a win for just like the state of Minnesota. It's not a win for just the city of Rogers. It's for the people. Right. The people, that's what's important. When we first moved here, uh, the city of Rogers was really hesitant about us being here because they thought it was a scrap yard. Oh. Okay. Scrap yards are, are different, like I said before. We're a recycling center. We recycle okay. material coming in here. Okay. So How is that different from a scrap yard? Scrap yard recycles it. It's much bigger. It's dirtier. Okay. You know, louder. Like when you went to French Lake, there's yeah. a set scrap yard. It's louder. It has more equipment. It's not. It's not yeah. contained. It doesn't go down to to Mary Jo coming in with what we had before, which is a little bit of motors and whatever, and getting some money for it. Sure. They'll go like this. Okay. They don't want to deal with that. Okay. okay. So they come. People come here. Yeah. And this is our this is our little niche. Yeah. Awesome. So I mean, it's it's a good thing. Recycling and recycling is is important. This is what it should be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be where we have to recycle. Well, you should want to recycle. Want for us is to give them money for the stuff that comes in. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the future look like? Would you say for maximum recycling? For maximum recycling? Yeah. The future is really good because right now, because of the pandemic, okay, yeah. what was happening before? Nobody, nobody uh, did a lot of their housing or whatever for about six months. They didn't do. Uh, they didn't upgrade their their, their um, living room, their dining room. They didn't do this. They didn't do anything. And all of a sudden, they started doing more and more. And you have the the HVAC guys coming in. You have the plumbers coming in to do the that did the remodeling. You have the people that went out and cleaned the garage. Mm -hmm. They're coming in. Mm -hmm. So the business is just the metal business itself. The electronic business is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Because people are finding it's easier and easier to recycle. I'm specifically talking about maximum recycling. Yes. That's what I'm focusing. I don't care about the other ones no, out there. Me neither. I don't. Yeah. No. They don't exist. Okay. So, <laughs> so we bring. They bring this. And we're going to stabilize, and then we're going to go up a little bit. Then we'll stabilize, and we'll go up. We'll keep going. Okay. The, the space we're at right now. I have a long-term lease with our landlord. So we're going to stay in this place forever and ever and ever. Okay. 
Okay. Retirement for me is out of the question. All right. I like what I'm doing too much. Yeah. It's fine. Right? I'm not going to retire. Right. I love my guy. I, what it will do is our, my wife's and my plans are in three years she's going to retire. Okay. Okay. I have to support her then. Okay. You know, so she yeah. has to come up here and she has to work in the office with Cruz. Alright. Okay. Cruz is? Our puppy dog. Nice. He's our Springer. He's our guard dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen the sign. Yeah. He's a guard dog. <laughs> so, in three years my plan is to sell 49% of the company to my employees. Yeah. Make it an ESOP. So nice. they own 49% of the company. We'll own 51%. Okay. And I can't see retiring because that will allow me and Cindy to go and do some other stuff. They'll still have a handle on this to make sure that our service to our customers are still good and still the same. And if we need more people, instead of getting to a bigger spot, yeah. hire more people to turn the material over quicker. Okay. That's that's the growth area. Yeah. It's not a bigger area because once you get into a bigger area, you have a tendency just to store things. It's like if you get a four-car garage, you use two of them. More junk. The other one is more is junk over here. Okay, this is maintained, so we we will not increase our size. Just more people to tear stuff apart. Sure. And that's that's our growth, and it's a steady growth. Awesome. It's not going to be one and done. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan. I I like it. My employees <laughs> like it. My wife likes it. Yeah. The banks like it because we're paying our bills and we're down. We're we're doing everything right. Sure. Yeah. And why leave? You're in a great location. Great oh, spot. it's a tremendous. There's 10,000 cars. I mean, before the pandemic, there was 10,000 cars a day that went down Diamond Lake Road. Oh, wow. Okay. And we're right next to Napa Auto Parts. Okay. Right next to Napa Auto Parts. Yeah. At 21025 South Diamond Lake Road. Yes. Okay, yes. got that? Got it. Okay, good. <laughs> and so we pick a lot of people up from there, too, because they just, they go, oh, look, yeah. there's a recycling site. One-stop shop. One-stop shop. Yeah. All right, so uh, it sounds like you cater to um, local homeowners. You like the contractors, mm -hmm. right? But right, like exactly. five to one, it sounds like it's the local homeowners that's looking to get rid of some stuff. You take a lot of pride in providing great service, mm -hmm. convenience. Um, so if somebody wants to reach out to you, mm -hmm. uh, they think they want to recycle something with you. Can you tell us the best way to get a hold of you guys, the phone you, number? There's a couple different ways you can do it. If you're on the internet or you want to Google, you're going to find my website. Okay. In the website, the last tab has contact us. Oh, uh, yes. So you can, excuse <clears throat> me, you can email me and I'll give you a call back. Okay. That happens a lot too. Sure. Otherwise, when you Google us, it said you want to call and they'll call and they'll call me. Okay. So you can go on, on, on uh, Google. You can go on Yelp, you can go on all these different places to have it. We have a Facebook page, you can go on Facebook. Sure. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to do it. Okay. Our, our, phone call, our phone number is 763-425-2800. Okay. I'll repeat that if you want. Yes, please. 763-425-2800. <laughs> and our website is maxrecycling.com. Not Maximum. No, it's Max. Max. I could not get Maximum, so it's maxrecycling.com. Got it. So we got that. But we're easy to find, easy to talk to. Awesome. And people, they like us. We're yes. growing. I just met you, Chris, and I already like you. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So you're doing something right, man. I don't have to pay you either, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I appreciate your time, Chris. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank I appreciate you. Appreciate it. All right.